Hey, coming up today on the big show, we've got Isaiah Hahn from You Bet Fishing Guide Service talking Park Rapids area fishing and his favorite, musky fishing. Plus, Darren Amundsen, creator of the Fish Donkey app, which we're using this weekend in the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, tells us how the app works and how it came about. And to kick things off, in case you missed it Friday, here it is, the first new Fish and Paul Bunyan country song by the incredible Jake Jackson, not that I'm biased, since 2013. If I had a bar for every time my line got stuck, well then I'd probably have enough for a brand new pickup truck and I'm probably gonna need it. My luck is gonna change, I can feel it. I got a secret weapon on the radio. Kevin always tells me where the fish is done. Paul Bunyan. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackles, celebrating our 30th year. Well, checking in with our friend Isaiah Hahn from You Bet Fishing Guide Service over in the Park Rapids area. In fact, we're doing this very early in the morning. He's getting ready for his fishing trip. Well, first of all, Isaiah, thanks for taking time and uh, spending some time with me early in the morning today. Hey, no problem, Kev. It's always fun to talk fishing any chance we get, so it's, uh, that's uh, it's no big deal. All right, let's talk fishing. How's it been in your neck of the woods the last few weeks? You know what? The the bite has been good. It really, you know, you really depends on what you want to fish for. Obviously, you can find the bass and the pike almost any time of year. But when it comes to even like the walleye, for example, weeds are king, and the weeds are king pretty much for any fish species right now. The, you gotta you gotta find and locate those good cabbage weeds um, right where the bra- uh, drop off is or the break line is, and uh, you can find a lot of fun fishing right now in the park. You know, and and you mentioned the weeds. Um, that is really getting to be a, a, a kind of a go to for a lot of people because not only do you get walleyes, you get everything. Exactly, and a lot of times, you know, we're out for specifically, let's say, for a walleye trip, and then we're also hooking into bass, pike, sometimes even panfish, and getting some decent sized crappies too. But it, the, those weeds are king right now, especially in what we call, you know, obviously sometimes the midsummer or the dog days of summer right now. So those weeds hold lots of bait fish, lots of oxygen, and uh, that's where you're, oftentimes you're going to find the. Tell me a little bit about how you maneuver through the weeds and don't uh, lose all your lures. <laughs> right. So there's a couple different tactics you can do. And, again, it really depends on what lake you're on here in the Park Rapids area. But sometimes, for example, even for the walleyes, we have been following, finding walleyes super shallow still in less than 10 feet of water. 
sometimes on top of the weeds. If that's the case, then you got to run your rig um, a little bit faster. you got to speed it up, and um, a nice long snell seems to be the ticket using a leech or a crawler. And other times they're off that brake line or they're really tight to the weeds um, right off the line. So anywhere is between maybe 12 to 14 feet of water, depending on where the weeds are specifically running on the lake that you're fishing. And even some of our really deep clear lakes, our weeds run really deep, you know, so you can even be as deep as 14 to 16, even feet of water right off that weed line and still find fish. So sometimes they're off the break or off the weed line next to it though and then other times they're like right on top of it so sometimes going a little faster as far as your trolling speed can make all the difference in the world all right and uh pretty much everything biting right now yeah you know it's been good i'll, I'll be honest like while i bite you, you have your good days and your bad days sometimes it can be challenging especially we've had a couple days here recently where we just haven't had what we would call a good a good chop or a good walleye chop as they say and it's just been dead calm and sometimes those days can be a little bit more challenging as far as getting the walleyes to bite but for you know for everything else from bass to even the panfish the pike you name it you can usually find some uh, some fun action here in the park rapids area any particular lakes that have been particularly good in the last couple weeks Right, yeah. So your fish hook chain seems to always be one of my favorites. You got Eagle Island, Potato, and the fish hook, which obviously runs down the fish hook river. That's always a pretty solid bet. Potato's a great option right now, and you can find them both up shallow or off the first break line. Seems to be the ticket sometimes out there. Same thing with the fish hook. And then you got some of your other chains too. You know, like your Crow, Crow, um, your Crow River chain. They can be really, really good this time of year, too, and they don't get as, quite as much pressure when, they, when it comes to that chain. So it really depends on what you want to fish and where you're located. But, again, weeds are key, and you can't go wrong, like I said, with that fish hook chain. Okay. Any baits they like better right now? So I would say you know, your normal midsummer tactics seem to be the ticket right now. Pulling leeches and crawlers seem to be really, really um, the ticket. However, don't be afraid um, to pull out those crankbaits because trolling crankbaits to the weeds right now can be another great tactic for a variety of fish species, specifically walleyes, in, in trolling them pretty fast, whether they're off that brake line or using a shallow crank, running them right on top of the weeds. And sometimes that can be the ticket too. So whether you're using a live bait option or a hard bait, like balsa bait option, like a rapala or a uh, Berkeley Flicker Shad, all those are great options when it comes to finding and locating a variety of fish from walleye to bass. How long have you been uh, guiding now, Isaiah? So I think this is uh, year number five for me. How'd you, how'd you decide to get into that? <laughs> you know, that's a great question. I, I had lots of college buddies come from, you know, obviously graduated from Bemidji State Uni- uh, University, so go Beavers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I never made it too far south. I'm originally from southern Minnesota, and I live here in the Park Rapids area, and both my wife and I teach in the small town just south of Park Rapids called Monaga. So I didn't make it too far south, and uh, I obviously love the North Country, but I've had a lot of college buddies come up from the cities and elsewhere, and, and we... They came up to visit, and we always obviously loved to fish, so we always went out fishing and always got them on a bunch of fish from you name it to, to walleyes to bass, and of course I love my muskies, and, 
And they're like, wow, you just really have this all figured out. I don't know what don't do this for maybe a little bit more of a summer income. And, and I thought about it more and more and slowly got started and had some major help from another um, fishing guide, Jason Durham, who I know is a, um, a usual here on the show and everything. So help when it comes to getting the business going and everything. But I just, I just love working with people and more than anything, I just love to fish. So it was kind of, it went hand in hand and it was a perfect fit. In the uh, five years you've been uh, fishing, this has got to be the weirdest one ever. Uh, <laughs> how has your business been this year? You know, it's been it's been interesting. I had, at least in June, there was definitely more cancellations than I would like to have seen, but we were still able to fill a lot of those spots, so that still worked out really fine. And now with the months of July and August, and I even have some pretty good bookings on the weekends in September, obviously, with school starting and everything, and who knows what will happen there with our public schools and everything, so that's really interesting and something to think about for the future. But overall, as far as the fishing goes and, and the guide side of the business goes, it's been, it's been great. We're, I'm, I'm meeting new people all the time, getting new clients all the time, which is always fun, and plus I got my usual clients that I've had here in the last three, four, five years, so that's been great as well. To be honest, it's been really, really good. So the new clients are those uh, some of those new uh, licenses that were sold this year? Is it people who typically go maybe further north into Canada and can't this year? Who who are these new clients? So that's a great question, Kev. And I tell you, it's probably a combination of both. But to be honest with you, it's probably more word of mouth. So I have just some awesome clientele, some great. I just love to get into fish. And most of my new clients this year have been muskie clients, which is obviously what I love. I live and breathe muskies. And I think more than anything, it's probably been word of mouth. And I have gotten some other clients that we're going to head up uh, farther north uh, past the Canadian border. Obviously couldn't do that this year. And they found us here in the Park Rapids area. Well, speaking of muskies that are bigger than your mom, we're going to talk with Isaiah about hot muskie bites later on in the show. But up next, you've heard us talk about it, the Fish Donkey app. We're using it for the first ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament this weekend. Darren Amundsen, who created it, explains it and how it came about. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Well, this will be a lot of fun today. We get to learn a little bit about that Fish Donkey app that a lot of us will be trying for the first time this weekend at the big Lucan's Village Foods United Way uh, Fishing Tournament. Darren Amundsen of Fish Donkey joins us. Darren, I know you're busy, so I appreciate you taking some time. Thank you. I'm uh, glad to help in any way I can. So tell us, first of all, what is Fish Donkey? Yeah, so Fish Donkey is a way to... Uh, create and run a fishing tournament on a mobile phone. And it started from uh, the roots where we were looking at how can we run a fishing tournament where people don't have to be at the same place at the same time. So where we could fish on different lakes or at different times where we don't have to be at a boat ramp at 7 a.m. for a check-in or at 3 p.m. for a weigh-in. And so out of that, out, out of looking at that, we looked at all types of cheating how could we solve all those ways of cheating? And we built uh, technology around that in our app. Uh, we developed anti-cheating technology. So if any old photos or altered photos are submitted through the tournament, 
uh, the tournament director will get a notification on those photos. And uh, basically, uh, that's it. I mean, the tournament uh, runs itself with live leaderboards, and that's fish donkey in a nutshell. When did you start working on this? The idea came about in uh, the beginning, first half of 2016, and that summer started sketching out like how the database would be laid out and started working on it in the fall of 2016 with actual programming. It's really crazy when you think about it because, obviously, it's about the only way you can run a fishing tournament this year. You're kind of thinking ahead, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I To me, it just made sense. I wasn't thinking there would be something like this that came, came <laughs> sure along. Not. Yeah, and, and we're not rooting for that in any way, but it definitely has made our phone ring off the hook uh, with people. You know, there's more demand right now, for sure. Um, I kind of thought, actually, that uh, regulations might be something that pushes uh, more tournaments towards doing this catch and release style, just because it's, it is better for fish. I mean, if you try to run a walleye, a regular walleye weigh-in tournament right now, you'd be looking at keeping all those fish because they're not going to do very well when they're, you know, end of July is in the hottest month, and we've got fish in the live well, bringing them around in the boat most of the day. Um, unless you're dumping a ton of ice in there, they're not, you know, they're not going to do real well. So we, I kind of thought regulation is eventually going to make more tournaments go this route, or just people just being more concerned about their fishery um, would make this be more and more popular. And 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 we are seeing that as well as the effect from COVID. One of the great things about the the app, you mentioned a lot of them, but, you know, we're able to, as you noted, uh, be able to be real flexible with your waters. Over 800 lakes are going to be available this weekend, and the Fish Donkey app through GPS, I'm assuming, and other things, is going to be able to make sure people are not yanking them out of lakes that are not eligible. Right. Yeah, so uh, all photos must be taken through our app, and so we know exactly when every photo is timestamped and actually where every photo is taken. Uh, one thing to note on that, though, is we will not share your fishing spot with anybody. Um, it's very important to us. We never share the fishing spots. If something needs to be checked, like, say, we need to check the winners to make sure that they were actually in Beltrami County, uh, then what we'll do is uh, we. I'm the only one with this access right now, but I can decrypt the database. I can look at the location, and I will tell the tournament organizers, yes, it was in the correct county, or no, it wasn't. Um, you know, yes, it was on uh, public waters, or no, it was on private. Uh, this kind of thing can be checked, but the actual location will never be revealed. It's safe. Okay, that that's pretty important to a fisherman, that's for sure. It's huge. I hear it all the time, yep. So you got that working, and when did you uh, first go live? When was your first tournament, actually? You know, the first tournament was uh, towards the end of summer. I believe it was in August, and it was a guy named Darren Choseth from Cook, Minnesota, uh, living down now in Jordan, Minnesota, and he's a big cat fisherman, uh, also Minnesota state record sturgeon fisherman, and a sturgeon guide and catfish guide. And anyway, he ran the first tournament, and uh, just a small group of guys, and um, and he's ran several since then. So the uh, and like you say, you don't have to come in for a, a, a meeting. You don't have to all take off from the same spot. You can go wherever you want right. and fish whenever you want within the confines of the time period. Uh, very flexible. You started working on this. You're from here originally. You were telling me you were down in uh, Austin, Texas, when you started working on it, but you didn't finish it till you got back up in uh, Minnesota. Right. Yeah, that's correct. 
And, you know, one of the things I think that's, that we're finding with this style of a tournament is it's actually a lot of fun, and I guess the participants will see that this weekend. It's fun to have the live leaderboards when you're fishing. And I don't know what it is, but it's it's just it's you you know when someone else takes over the leadership leadership position because you'll get a notification and it plays a donkey sound. And somehow it's inspiring to know, like, we just need to up, upsize our one fish or we need to catch a bigger bass. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that. Um, the other thing we're noticing about this style of tournament, which is different, is we're getting uh, participation from a wider type of fishermen. So we're not just seeing the high, you know, obviously if you do a high-profile, big-dollar event, you're going to attract a certain kind of walleye fishermen. Uh, you're going to get the semi-pro and the pro-type guys. Um, but we're also seeing a lot of tournaments, and I'd say half of our participation is just from amateurs. And it's because you don't you can have a week-long tournament, and you don't need to be at a specific place at a specific time. It gives you a lot more flexibility, and it gives you a lot more opportunity to fish your local waters uh, for a, you know, a lower-price point tournament usually. But we're seeing a lot of changes that way. So I, I take it you're into fishing. That's probably what, uh, what spurred this for you? Yeah. I mean, I love fishing. Uh, it's always been my passion. Um, I've never really been a tournament fisherman. Um, so it wasn't the tournament fishing that really got it going. Uh, I, I just always, uh, I, I've always wanted to start companies. And uh, so, you know, after I went to MIT, I have an electrical engineering degree from the U, and then I went to MIT and I studied entrepreneurship and started companies. Um, but I always kept in my mind, like, what kind of a company could I start uh, that would impact northern Minnesota, or how you know how could I how could I start a company in fishing or in, you know some other way impact Minnesota? And so this idea, when it came along, uh, it just you know we looked at it and just it started just getting better and better. I mean, it, it fits in with regulation. It's catch and release. It's good for fish. It fits in now with social distancing. Uh, it allows you to expand the market on tournament fishing, and now it's just exploding. And uh, I didn't expect it to grow uh, as fast as it is right now. Yeah, it, it really has. So explain to me how you and your company actually make money with this app. Yeah, so the way we're making money, uh, our, our model right now is it depends on the entry fee. So if you have a $10 entry fee, we add a fee on top of that. We add a dollar fifty on that particular price point, and it varies depending on how high the entry fee goes. Um, so, if it's ten dollars, we add a dollar fifty. So, the tournament host gets ten dollars. We keep the dollar fifty, and the fishermen, when they pay, they pay eleven fifty. Okay. So that's where we're making money. It goes up uh, if you pay a hundred dollars. That fee is seven dollars. So, the fishermen would pay one hundred seven. Fish donkey keeps seven. The tournament themselves gets one hundred. So it actually doesn't cost the tournament anything to use our app or our software to run the whole thing. Uh, it's a fee that is paid by the fishermen when they join. Okay. Now, and, and basically, uh, see, I've I've uh, I've already downloaded it, so you can download the app, but you really can't use it until you pay the fee for whatever tournament you want to, to take part in, which you can find on right. the app itself. Right, there's, and there's a ton of tournaments in there, and some are fee, and there are some tournaments where um, the host of the tournament has agreed to absorb the fees Okay. in some cases. Um, also, there are uh, we started working with uh, high school teams, and 
we let them run uh, based on a subscription model. Uh, so they uh, they pay a subscription fee. It's either six months for one ninety seven or a full year for three forty seven, and that's for the whole team. And then they can run an unlimited amount of free tournaments. Uh, for the students. This particular tournament we had coming up this weekend, we're doing two divisions, one fee. So um, you catch a bass, it goes in the bass side. You catch a walleye, it goes in the walleye side. You can you can win both. Uh, you can win one and secondly the other, whatever. There's any number of combinations. That also, with that kind of flexibility, I think makes for an entertaining tournament as well. You can choose which or both uh, species you want to go after. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I'm excited about, which... <laughs> no one else seems to be as excited as me about is the Grand Slam, which is the biggest of three species. So you'd basically throw in another species, maybe pike. So you'd have pike, walleye, and bass, and it's just your largest of each of those three species. You go out and fish for the weekend, uh, catch as many northern pike as you want. It's only going to track your largest one. Catch as many smallmouth bass as you want. It's going to keep your largest one and as many walleye. It'll keep your top three and it'll make a score and it to me is just incredibly fun i love doing it because i like looking at it and saying you know i've got a decent walleye uh now i want to go out this afternoon and focus on pike um and you know tomorrow morning i'll work on my smallmouth score it's just it's a it's a ton of fun and i love that format and i'm hoping some people are starting to try it out now i'm hoping that that really starts to take off as well i love that format too that sounds like fun fun, (laughs) (laughs) it is all right so I got to ask the question: How the heck you come up with the name fish donkey? Yeah, so it's interesting. But the, the, a donkey is a large fish, and, and uh, you don't hear it all the time. But now you've even heard me say it. People will, if you get a really large fish, they'll be like, "It's a toad, it's a mule." They'll also say, "It's a donkey." Oh. And so, Doss, that makes sense. And when we have the largest fish on the leaderboard, when there is a new leader, we send out a notification to everybody, and it's a donkey braying sound. So if you're in that tournament this weekend, you're going to hear that whenever there's a new leader on the leaderboard. You'll hear the donkey braying sound. Um, and then the other thing that went into the name is I've had previous companies where it might be hard to, like, spell one aspect of it or another. I wanted the URL to be available on the website, so I did It's Fish Donkey. If you go to fishdonkey.com, you can find it. It's real simple. Everybody can spell it. Um, it's easy. And it's very different from a lot of the other names that are in the fishing industry, so that also is, is useful. Um, otherwise, you know, the marketing aspect of it, maybe it's not genius, but it sure does seem to work for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't forget that name. And I, I guess I've never heard of one, uh, a, a big one referred to as a donkey before. That's interesting. You'll hear it now, yeah. Yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> one of the other things I thought was really cool about this uh, this app is that you can't cheat by catching the same fish multiple times because – you're required to take a picture of the same side of the fish, and, and apparently your uh, software can, can make sure that the, that's a di- it's a different fish. So we don't use technology for that, and there are some choices. Okay. Uh, as a tournament host, you can require that people um, take a photo of the same size of the fish, and the photos are going to be so detailed. Uh, the fo- cameras are great now on these phones. You can tell if it's the same fish. The other option, and it's even easier, is you can use our release video. So let's say you just release the fish immediately and you're not keeping them to eat. Uh, so with that option, I mean, you pick the fish up off the measuring board, you put it in the water. We love it because we know that fish is alive. It's not something that was frozen and then unthawed and measured. 
it's alive and it swam away. If you want to catch that fish again, that's the only way you're going to be able to remeasure the fish. Okay. You didn't put it in the live well. So we, we think that also is important. It's quite a quite an interesting story, and it's a, it's a great little app. I, I think it's amazing, and I, I agree with you. I know there's a couple others out there, but we're hearing more and more about these uh, these app based fishing tournaments. I definitely do think it is the wave of the future, and I think like we were talking about as we were discussing this event and seeing how it played out this way, we were thinking this might be a one year deal until we could get back to quote normal. But then as we looked at it, we said, no, this is a fun idea. This is the way we should do it all the time. So I, I think, that, I think, I, I mean, I think that's, I think you're going to see I want to join more. in. <laughs> I definitely, I'm always working, but I'd love to join in with this tournament. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do think that uh, these, I think it is going to be something we're going to see more and more of in the future. And, and like you say, it, it makes it very easy to run a tournament. Um, a lot of the... Uh, stuff you have to do in the past for a tournament, you don't have to do anymore. You could just do the fun part, catch fish and declare a winner. Right. Yeah, people who run the tournament, they can actually fish in the tournament when they do it this way. And there's, you know, there's a lot of advantages also by doing, uh, by the way versus a weigh-in tournament because when you do a weigh-in, you have to weigh every single fish in the tournament. Everybody's in line and you have this process at the end that takes some time, but all the fish have to be weighed and tallied. But in this tournament, Everything in the live leaderboard is self-sorted. So really, at the end, you can check every single fish if you want, but if there are, like, top three winners or top five, top ten, you just need to check those top three. It goes much faster. Darren Amundsen is his name. He runs Fish Donkey, and that is how we are running the first-ever Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament this weekend. Registration up until 5 o'clock Thursday when we have the virtual rules meeting. Uh, Darren, thanks for taking time and sharing with about Fish Donkey. Uh, I hope that uh, gets a few people who maybe were on the fence to decide, oh, no, this is going to be fun. I thank you yeah. for taking the time today. Thanks. Yeah, I hope so. And, and it's actually filling up. I was looking at it uh, today, so I'd I wouldn't wait too long. Good to know. Hey, Darren, thanks a lot. Have a great day. All right. Take care. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, you can still get registered for the tournament right up until the virtual rules meeting, which is 5 o'clock on Thursday. It's $200 for a team of two. As noted, you can fish any lake in the three counties. Guaranteed $3,000 first prize for the walleye division and the bass division. And, yes, you can fish both. UnitedWayBemidji.org has more information or you can just download the Fish Donkey app, find the United Way Bemidji Tournament, and get registered, and you're good to go. Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining me today. We're checking back in now with Isaiah Hahn of You Bet Fishing Guide Service. It's time to talk muskies. So you have a couple of great musky lakes down there. The one most people know about is Big Man Trap. How has the musky bite been? Yeah, the the musky bite is only going to continue to get better and better. This is one of my favorite times of the year to chase and um, also guide for muskies. I absolutely live and breathe it. And so what 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 you're seeing right now with the muskies is they're, the, more and more muskies are coming up to structure and using that kind of as their home base uh, for for eating and for um, and for kind of holding in specific zones or specific spots. Earlier, you know, in your month of June and early July, a lot of muskies were out in the open water um, 
feeding out on Tuvies or Cisco's or Whitefish, uh, etc. So they're now pushing up more and more to structure. So you're starting to see more and more muskies on structure now, which is one of my favorite types of bites. And usually your bucktail bite or your topwater bite can be really, really good this time of year. And it's really important that sometimes you really just got to find what mood the muskie is in because sometimes even burning those bucktails can really be the ticket as far as getting them uh, to bite and, and hopefully even better getting them into the boat and stuff. So this is a, one of my favorite times of the year and, and you don't want to forget about those jerk baits and a lot of those other soft plastic types of baits that you can use too from like rubber baits like bulldogs or medusas and stuff. So almost any um any type of lure out there that's made for muskies, this is one of the great times to use them, whether it's, I'm a big time bucktail and topwater guy, but you can go from rubber baits to your jerk baits. All those can be great options this time of year. What drew you into muskie fishing? Yeah, I have another college buddy, of course, who we, we were big time bass anglers and we did a lot of bass tournaments in southern Minnesota. And we both obviously went to school at Bemidji State University and we got more into the muskies up there, especially with the, all the muskie lakes that we have here in our Park Rapids Bemidji area. And ever since then, it's just been something I've always had a passion for. I like the challenge and there's nothing like getting a first time client on a muskie. It's just like the coolest thing in the world. There's so much excitement. There's so much passion that builds up. It's just, there's just nothing like it. It's tough to explain. It's kind of like, I often explain it for those big buck hunters or those big deer hunters. When you see that big buck come into your scope and everything, your heart starts beating. You get, you get real nervous a little bit. It's a lot, a lot of the same thing when that big muskie comes to the boat and you're able to get them in the figure eight, etc. So there's just a big time passion, a big time thrill for me when it comes to muskie fishing. And I have seen some buttes on your uh, website this year and your Facebook page. So, uh, yeah, the the lake has given up some beauties this year. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, and don't forget about elk. Lake 2 elk is another great option um, as far as the structure bite goes out there as well. So that's another, you know, close option here within our Park Rapids area, which is right in the state park. And, yeah, we're doing a great uh, – we're having a great season so far. Sometimes not only, um, you know, boating one muskie, but sometimes we've boated um, uh, more than one, sometimes two or three. And then, plus, we've always had those opportunities where we miss one at the boat or you miss one out in the cast. So this is a great – time of year and it's only going to continue to get better and better as we move in uh, through the month of august and into september so one of my favorite times of the year elk lake is is a beauty because it is in the state park and not only do you get the musky action you have that uh, that rustic uh, in the middle of nowhere feeling when you're fishing on elk lake it's so cool because there's just no development whatsoever you can always pretty much guarantee some pretty awesome wildlife from um, we've even had opportunities where we've already seen bears this year, not necessarily in the lake, but as we're going through the state park to get to elk. So we've already seen bears. There's always seems to be eagles. We saw otters out there um, just a couple weeks ago. So there's some pretty awesome wildlife out there as well. So the whole the whole opportunity from the fishing opportunity to the scenery, it's just tough to beat. What kind of sizes do they have in Elk Lake? You know, they have... Uh, Everything, a little bit of everything from your smaller, even below your 40-inch range, you're a lot of, you know, those mid-30s to 38-inch fish. There's good numbers of those. There's a lot of between, I would say, 42 and your mid-40 range muskies from 42 to 45 inches. And then, of course, they got some of your big-time trophy fish, maybe not as many, 
But when you're not dealing with quite as big of a lake either, sometimes that your percentages go up as well when it comes to maybe hopefully potentially even getting into that trophy size fish, that 50 plus or bigger. So there's a little bit of everything out there. And I think sometimes it gets overlooked just because you have to drive all the way through the park to get there. But it can be an awesome lake as well here in the Park Rapids area. But it's tough to beat Man Trap. Of course, I love my Man Trap lake just because the scenery out there is pretty awesome as well. And there's so many different variety of fishing opportunities you have out there from some open water opportunities some big water opportunities to a lot of those backwater bays. So, And uh, that uh, fishery has really exploded the last five years. I don't know if it's just uh, more people discovered it or the fish uh, got bigger or what the deal is, but Mantrap uh, has just really turned into a premier lake. It is. It's super fun. It does see its pressure. You get a lot of uh, those passionate musky guys that love to fish muskies it, it, it definitely sees its pressure out there but it is one of those awesome lakes where not only do you get the scenery but you get those awesome fishing opportunities and and don't look past um the the bass fishing out there as well as the northern pike fishing out there there are some really really big pike you know in those upper 30s to even 40 inch class northern pike out there so it's it's a pretty awesome fishery out on big man trap lake okay well um what what other lakes are you hearing about what other things are you seeing out there yeah, so usually in the Park Rapids area, like we've talked about early, the the potato or the fish hook chain seems to be the ticket right now for a variety of fish species from pike to bass to walleyes. And then, of course, your crow wing chain, that often gets underutilized here in the Park Rapids area from 11 different lakes to pick from and everything. And sometimes can be a great walleye bite as well. Of course, we got some, some of the lakes have a really, really nice northern pike population and we're not talking those hammer handles either we're talking those upper 30 inch class pike so those provide some great opportunity as well and then when it comes to the bass fishing it's tough to beat this time of year using whether you're using a big like jungle jig made by northland fishing tackle um, jigging that through the weeds or using um, more of a fitness type of bait like a a cinco or a stick bait or a ned rig those are all great options this time of year in the park rapids area as well for both largemouth and smallmouth bass now your largies are going to definitely be in the weeds your smallmouth bass might be a little deeper off of those break lines and stuff but we have some great smallmouth bass opportunities as well here in the park rapids area so it's just a good time to get out i know we're dealing with some really warm weather sometimes but uh the, well, why not might as well get out in the water if you need to take a dip just jump off the boat and hop back in and get fishing again so well we we, we touched on it just barely earlier about the the you know increase in fishing license sales this year have you seen that and when you've been out on the water are there more boats than there have been the last few years i would say yes and no it really depends on the lake like your main lakes here in the park rapids area um your fish hook and potato chain um your big man trap those seem to still have the variety of the pressure and everything for the most part but we have so many lakes here in our area that you can go down your old logging trails and get to some of those backwater lakes, and you're pretty much going to see maybe one boat at most to nobody as long as you know where those lakes are located, if you know what I mean. But so it's it's still, I would say... 
probably, which is, in my opinion, a good thing. Maybe a little bit more pressure, but as far as the fishing industry goes, what more could we want than the opportunity to sell more fishing licenses and more people um, living and loving the outdoors? So I, I think it's, it's a win-win all the way around. Do you guys have uh, any high school teams down there yet? You know, we're, 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 I know there's one in Wadena, and I think Nevis is working on one as well. I don't know about Park Rapids and Monaga. We're still working on one. So th- those fishing teams are coming more and more, but I definitely know that there's a pretty active one in the Wadena area, which is just south of Monaga. So th- they're coming around, and that's an exciting thing, too. What a great opportunity to get kids fishing. Okay. Well, I know you. Uh, yeah, your your other job is a teacher, and um, it's a big question mark right now. Are you hearing anything about what's going to happen? You know, from teaching to coaching, it's been really interesting. I I'm I'm guessing we're going to start hearing some real more specific um, things as far as what what the plan will be here in the next couple weeks or so. But as far as right now, I I really don't know. I don't know what the game plan will be as far as. Are the kids going to be at school? Is it going to be more of a long-distance thing? Will it be maybe a partial thing, or maybe it's every other grade level that comes to school, at least for the fall time? I, I really don't know. It's a great question, but I'm assuming we'll probably hear something here in the next couple of weeks as far as how school will look, how the sports aspect will look, the coaching aspect, all that fun stuff. So, In the meantime, we fish. Yeah, in the meantime, we fish. You bet. <laughs> hey, Isaiah, if somebody wants to uh, use your uh, fine skills to maybe discover the Park Rapids area, how can they get something set up? Yes, absolutely. So probably there's a couple different ways you can find me. Um, you can find me at our website, youbetfishing.com, or we're all on all the social media pages like Facebook, for example, at You Bet Fishing Guide Services, or probably the best way to contact me is just to give me a call on my cell phone, and that's 218-308-8695. Isaiah Hahn of You Bet Fishing Guide Service spending some time with me today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country before he gets out on the water. Isaiah, thanks for sparing a few minutes, and good luck today. Hey, thanks so much, Kev. Always fun talking to you. Hey, still to come this week, we're going to talk National Walleye Tour. They're finally getting the season started. Chip Lear is going to have a preview, and we're going to talk with the defending national champion, John Hoyer. Plus, Travis Peterson to talk bass and a few other things, too. It's all coming up later this week. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait. What rewards? A dual operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.